And we're back. It is Kiddish Club News for Jews. We hope you liked our recent interview with Yoni Z. Oh, that was the best. We had a lot of fun doing it. One of my favorite episodes. If you haven't heard it, go back, listen to it. You know, some people told me they listened two and three times. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I, I'm as, I like Yoni Z a lot. I'm just wondering, <laughs> you know, you heard the first time. Someone came to me. They said, New insights? I listened I twice kinda... and I made my son listen. That's interesting. Yeah. So I, I guess he's an did he's, you ask he's an amazing what, role model. True. Think about it for young people. Did they did did you ask them what about the the episode? It was that they just liked? he he's so level headed and he's so down straight and down to earth and just does everything right. That's what you want. Are you just saying that because he gave you free tickets to his concert? No, I have no, no such free <laughs> tickets. <laughs> Speaking of free items. Am I crazy or everything tastes better when it's free? No, you're absolutely out of your mind. Why? What do you when mean? When it's free, it's not, it doesn't, you, you, you didn't earn it. You didn't pay for it. You've got to give a little bit of blood. Yeah? Yeah. Then it tastes better. Is that why, then how do you explain Mime Ganuvin? How do you explain that? Because you risked. You took a risk. Yeah? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. I think so. So you're saying there has to be an element of Monsieur Snefish somewhere. Somewhere you've got to give of yourself. give it flavor. Okay. You're not going to appreciate anything that's free. Interesting. I'm sorry that I just co- co- <laughs> come off your whole. I come up no, your I th- whole. I think that is accurate, uh, and I think philosophically that's why we say that's why Hashem created the world, right? To give us the opportunity to earn. Agree, but you know what? I'm not feeling so philosophical right now. <laughs> okay, well, I just want a cup of coffee. Well, with that being said, the guys over at Gaia Coffee Roasters were nice enough to ship us. This whole holiday package, did you see this whole thing? It has like mugs and 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 beans and mason jars. <laughs> I guess it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. Look at it. Yeah, very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, and we're going to taste it. We're going to taste it live right now uh, on the count of three. You, uh, my co-host over here is having the blue velvet, and I am having the Colombian. Uh, his is a dark roast. Mine is a medium and on the count of three, we are going to try it. Three, two, one. That's rich. A lot of flavor happening. A lot of notes, right? Wow. It's like a it's like a wine almost. I'll be honest, I didn't know what to expect with a coffee bag. Okay, so let's go one second, one second. So let's let's explain. So this is why I got excited about this coffee, okay? I loved that they gave us this coffee. The coffee one of the things they give you is one of the ways they sell it is coffee grinds inside like this little tea bag type thing, but it's actually a big like bag. And then you just add hot water, you let it seep, and you have a delicious, perfectly brewed, fresh cup of coffee. And I was thinking this is perfect for For Shabbos. Shabbos. Is that what you're thinking? Yes. Yeah, it really is. This is perfect for Shabbos. I mean, you're gonna have perfectly brewed coffee on Shabbos. Now so this is really the perfect thing for Shabbos. If you want fresh brewed coffee on Shabbos, this makes it super easy. Forget about the halakhic implications. You could ask your local Rav. But I'm telling you that this is something I'm going to be serving on Shabbos because it's really... And it's easy, by the way. You don't have to get n- no mess. You just throw it in the cup. The no I mess like is it. what's speaking to me yes. right now. <laughs> yes. Because I'm a disaster when it comes to like brewing coffee and it's making messy. it's messy. messy. So Because have... they're so tiny. They're bound to get all over the place. Yes. And I, here, this bag keeps them secure. I use the, the pour over on Shabbos. That's how that's the current way that I do it. 
this is a lot easier. The pour over makes a mess. You have to make a whole thing. It just makes it a lot easier. So if you want to try it for yourselves, and we recommend that you do, head, o- head over to their website. It's GaiaCoffee.com, and it's spelled G-A-I-A coffee c-o-f-f-e-e.com they also have interesting things like artisanal coffee rubs so if you if you want like a, <laughs> wait what are the coffee rubs for well, so you're making like a steak let's say ah yeah if you're yeah, making you a steak, a and steak yeah like, like it has to be a midday steak because if you're coffee rubbing your steak <laughs> at 9 p.m <laughs> i don't good I don't luck think, i don't think the caffeine's good is it I, is it caffeine free that's what i'd like to know is I it a caffeine free coffee it, rub but I, I i can't imagine that the coffee's gonna affect you from a rub and a steak i i, I can't imagine bro i am up from a tiramisu you know that i had a tiramisu one shvuis and i'm listening i love tiramisu it was the second night of shvuis and my sister-in-law serves us tiramisu, and I had no idea that there's even coffee in there, right? But there's real coffee grinds in there. Yes. And me, I was tossing and turning till three in the morning, wondering. Why didn't you learn all night, second wh- night, bro? Wondering why I was you had exhausted. The opportunity. I had. I why was exhausted, didn't you do it? and I, and I didn't. I didn't even put two and two together until you, like just bouncing days off the walls. later. I was, I was like getting up, like what's happening here? <laughs> I should be exhausted. <laughs> And I'm just pacing and like that's interesting. And it took me like a day or two to realize like, oh my gosh, it was. Why don't you the- just take a melatonin? I don't know. I don't. I don't run to like medicate. Uncle Mel, baby. Uncle Mel. <laughs> It'll does it every time. Many thanks to Guy Coffee for sponsoring this episode and for the special holiday package that they sent us with all this coffee stuff. I can't promise anyone they're going to get a free package, but check out their website. Go to vi- <laughs> visit GuyaCoffee.com. And you will not be disappointed. Okay, so let's. So this week, there's tons and tons of things going on in the news. But I'll tell you one thing: I think I'm burnt out from the anti-Semitism. So you want to skip that whole thing? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like our audience is is, is tired of it. It's it's a downer. It's frightening. It's frightening. So what do we do? We need to talk about it. I think we need to just go brush over the highlights. Because okay, also well, there's about, a lot of good things this? happening. Like, yeah, go to convention. We'll talk about it later in the show. How about that? Okay. So let's not, how about we skip over even the Jewish stuff until later? Or or we could talk about the positive Jewish things, like I you said. I think I'd like to okay. talk about the positive So let's talk Jewish about things. the Aguda convention. Did you ever go to the Aguda convention? No, I did not. I think I, I think I went once. I think I went. You no, think? I don't think I did. Is that, is that something that you're not sure of? Maybe I was going to go. You're in a weekend with Daily Israel. For the entire Shabbos, and you're not sure. Yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I think probably you'd not. Know. Then I think you'd know. But the, so one I heard highlight, it was really expensive. By the way, I heard the tickets were really expensive this year. I mean, this is what it is. It is what inflation? it is these days. Yeah, inflation. Like I, 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 would I don't go know the numbers, was, but I, I heard it was like twelve hundred dollars a ticket or something. Well, it's a whole Shabbos. No, per person, I believe per person, not 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 for the room, like per person. Yeah, per person, but everything's included. Right. Well, what's everything? Food. Shh. In a hotel room. In a hotel room. Oh, and I think there's entertainment, I think, right? I don't know. I, I believe so. I don't recall, but there's a lot of speeches. You don't remember on your fake a good <laughs> <laughs> weekend <laughs> that you never went to? <laughs> I guess not. I guess in my mind I went. <laughs> Next year, you're going. Kiddish Club is paying for it. See if the Kiddish Club. <laughs> and you will report on your experience <laughs> at the Aguda Convention. So, but what are the positives? What what came out of the Aguda Convention that's no positive? No idea. <laughs> okay. No idea. And this public service announcement was brought to you by <laughs> KC Media. <laughs> okay, moving on. So, do you remember back when we did the uh, the story 
on the Lufthansa flight where all the Jews got thrown off? Yes. Remember that? Yes, what episode I sure was do. that? Oh, I can't, I can't chapter. I can't cite chapter and verse. So it was episode 28, How to Not Get Thrown Off of Lufthansa and YouTube. And if you didn't hear that episode, check it out. But here's a little piece of it. So by the way, did you see what's going on with Lufthansa? Oh, I did see that. Crazy, right? Outrageous. Not so, just crazy, outrageous. Yeah, for those who don't know, there was a, a bunch of, there was a lot of Jews boarding a flight uh, originating in Germany. And they basically threw all the Jews off because a bunch of the Jews weren't wearing I get bleeped just like you get bleeped. Doesn't matter who says it. So um, there was one Jewish guy who came up to like one of the supervisors and he's like, I, I, I don't get it. You're throwing off all the Jews from this flight. You're throwing me off the plane. I have nothing to do with this guy who didn't want to Which is them. really not fair. Which is insane. Right. The only thing and, they have in common is like, that they're Jews. I don't care. This is, this is a policy now. You have the side curves, so you can't board the plane. I don't think the supervisor said those words. I don't think that's exactly You're what they said. You're also a Jew. I don't, think she, I don't think she said that either. But we are not discriminating. It's just this flight you cannot go on. Yes, exactly. So more or less it was something like that. Like, no, we're, nothing to do with Jews. You just can't get on. So that was episode 28. And we now have a follow-up from that incident. So apparently anyone who got thrown off of that flight, that was Lufthansa Flight 401, everyone got checks for $17,400. That is crazy. Bonkers. It's crazy. Is that nuts? I want to know, was this a lawsuit? Was it a class action? Or did they just voluntarily say, you know what, what makes them feel better? You know what? Close to 18000 <laughs> <laughs> this would, I think this would, uh, you know, make everybody feel good. So, yes, it was a lawsuit, and there was a law firm. I don't think it went to court or anything. They just settled, and the law firm that negotiated it is taking 18% of the 20000 per person. Okay, so it wasn't just, you know what, let's just send out cash to people. Yeah, correct. It wasn't that. It was something that was yeah, negotiated. Yeah, well, you, oh, you thought they were just, you know what, we feel bad. We're just going to give. That's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> you know what, Please. let's do a goodwill gesture and, 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 you know, hand out to our customers close to 20 grand. No, I don't think it works that way in the business world. Uh, Lufthansa and AJC and Lufthansa and uh, the American Jewish Committee, they launched a joint initiative to combat global anti-Semitism. There it is again. <laughs> you can't hide. You can't, can't avoid it. You can't, can't hide Didn't from the topic. Didn't we say no anti-Semitism? But Shoot. wait, I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around getting a check in the mail for $17,500. Just imagine opening up an envelope that comes to your house for seventeen k. You know what? You know what? If I was if I if I was thrown off the plane with my whole family and I no had no, to- no 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 it went if you wait if it was a family they got that times six oh, or times right. as many oh, tickets right. as they right. have per passenger. Do you understand? There are down payments being made on homes <laughs> if there was a family that was on this flight. So could you imagine people like right now somewhere in like Muncie, someone's like, oh, wow, how'd you, how'd you buy the new house? How'd you do renovations? <laughs> <laughs> I got the settlement check, went straight to construction. But think about it. Isn't that amazing? No. So that was nice news. <clears throat> nice news? That goes beyond nice news. I mean, if it was, look, I was, I'm wishing now that I was on the flight, obviously, <laughs> but, but I'd be ecstatic to get that kind of. Line yeah. in the mail. In other news, Bickerholm of Lakewood and her Bilo Distil- Distillery, T 
teamed up to create a record record-breaking donut and uh are we going back to we're starting with donuts already yeah i mean i guess it's, it's the, the season. season it is <laughs> the season um yes, i have like honor of, i think honor i might have mentioned this i might have mentioned this the donuts have gone way too far yeah we had a whole episode on this did we yeah we did because they're just getting topped with more and more stuff like it's not how to win it's not a competition of how much you can top your donut with Episode 19. <laughs> I want to hear. Pull it up. You want me to play it? Why not? For the people? Yes. We did talk about this in episode 19. But I am against these, like, in the last few years, you're seeing these extremely elaborate donuts. Yes, yes, with yes. With creams and, yes. and sticks on the inside. Oh, I love and, it. And, love, love, and, love. And, and, and love it. balls on top. What's wrong with that? I'm, I'm against it. What's wrong with Stick that? Stick with tradition. When you dress it up too much, you lose the donut. No. So we did cover it. We did. So I'm not going to let you cover it again. I have the again. same feelings, but we have, <laughs> we have so many episodes. We do. We have a lot and of they episodes. come back to haunt me, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there whenever you try to bring up a rerun. So uh, so they're making this record-breaking donut, and here's the funny part about this whole thing. So they contacted Guinness, right, the Guinness Book of World Records, because they wanted to PR. Have... They want PR. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. No, well, actually, this whole thing is to benefit uh, Bicker Holm of Lakewood. Okay. They're, they're going to sell this donut. That's for sure going to be an auction, isn't it? It's going to be an auction. And uh, they contacted the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, and so they were told by the Guinness Book of World Records that they would have to create a new category for most prestigious donut. Really? And wait, what's on this donut? Yeah, what's happening on top of it that there is now a new category being created because of a Jewish donut? It will. uh, I need the details, man. Okay, the donut is designed to measure more than a foot across. It will be constructed by a Michelin chef. It will feature an infusion of Terabello Distillery seven-year bourbon bourbon custard cream. Mm, okay, that sounds good. Uh, Forbes twenty twenty-two bourbon of the year, and will be topped off with gold flakes, making it the most luxurious donut in the world. The result will be a truly Wait, luxurious. So it's just a custard delicious. donut. You just yeah, it's just a fancy <laughs> custard some donut with yeah, some, some gold, gold on top. Yeah, gold yeah. leaf. And so Guinness told them that they could do it, but they will have to create this new category, and it would cost them a minimum of eighteen thousand dollars well you have to be the one to create the category Uh, apparently you have to sponsor it or whatever i mean it's a world organization where are they located i'd love to know where guinness is based out of is it like switzerland or something an excellent question my good man uh so it was started by sir hugh beaver and he was the managing director of guinness breweries very interesting so this has to do with the beer yeah i didn't know that they were related me neither and uh yeah so they have beer and books it's not just books. It's the Guinness I mean, they, Book they, of World Records. Well, now it's just called the Guinness World Records. Well, yeah, because nobody buys books anymore, but yeah. Right. No, but it is a business. It's well, not, I, I thought maybe it was a nonprofit organization. It's not. It's where a, it's is it business. headquartered? Why do you ask me these questions? It's located in the United Kingdom. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think that's where Guinness is located, right? Australia. I don't know. I don't know. Guinness Breweries is located, actually, it's based in Ireland, which is also part of the United Kingdom. Could you imagine that conversation? Like, they were all excited about getting the Guinness Book of World Record, you know, donut. And then they were like, we're getting it, we're getting it. Yo, hello, this is Bikr Khailam. Hey, what if I bake my mother in the oven a donut? <laughs> What's uh, like a, a, a very big donut? Can I have a record? <laughs> can, I, can I make a record? Hello? <laughs> 
Are you sure you're going to bake your mother in the oven? <laughs> it's not the best idea. <laughs> right? And then, the, and then they tell him the price. And you need to come down to Ireland. It'll cost you 18000 And make sure you bring your mother. <laughs> we need to make sure she's okay. And then he'll probably be like, unfortunately, all I have is a check for 17400 <laughs> Would you take it? <laughs> or do you order name? Hello? <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, so that happened. And that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. And um I mean uh I, I, I am gonna mention this, even though this is this is touching on the whole Kanye anti Semitism thing. We're just gonna gloss over it. But this I thought was pretty funny. Well, I think it was a little crazy that he put on a, a mask. Well, it wasn't a mask. It was, on a, it was a Balenciaga. It's it's a style. Yeah, they actually sell that. So what to okay. put over your face? Yeah. So Kanye was on Alex Jones, uh, and Alex Jones, as we know, he's a far right anti semite conspiracy theorist who lost in court now and has to pay billions of dollars. He's declaring bankruptcy. Declared declare bankruptcy. We covered all this. We cut all the covered all this. We don't have to go through it. But the crazy part is that Alex Jones, who's an avowed, you know, anti everything, he was trying to make Kanye sound normal. <laughs> yeah, he was getting uncomfortable. Yeah. And he was like, Kanye, you know, it's not fair. They're they they're, they're comparing you to Hitler. That's not right. He's like no, but I like Hitler. I love Hitler. And he's like, no, come on. I know you're trying to be shocking. And he's like, no, no. And then he just kept doing all these crazy things. I'm not even going to play the When clip. the biggest conspiracy theorist in the world starts to sweat, you, and, you yeah. know that you have- You've gone off the deep end. Yeah, you've got issues. And, like he and took everybody out, was tweeting about this. He everybody. Took, he took out a, a, like a fly swatter and a bottle of Yuhu, and he started making believe it was Bibi Netanyahu. Because Net- and netting, netting, as in netting. Yeah, we get it. Netting and Yahoo, yeah. And so he's just off the rails, but which was really unfortunate. It was not unfortunate. It was such a, a it was a stupid reference. Like what type? Of, like like he had this out of brilliant his idea. He's out of like his I'm going to bring a net and a yoohoo. Dude, and he's I'm gonna, out of his mind. Yeah. And and Shapiro covered it, and he actually said, you know, he's clearly an anti-Semite, but we are watching him have a public know, meltdown. Public meltdown. And Shapiro got attacked for that because they're like, why can't you just... Say he's evil. Yeah, why can't you just... Saying someone is ill is basically excusing them. Yes. Yeah. So he got attacked for that. Yeah. Yeah. But but you can't watch it and not realize that this guy's having a meltdown. But also, it's a lot of people are saying that he is trying his game. You know, look, he was very successful at music. And he's trying to do that with rhetoric. Semitism? No, with rhetoric, generally. And he can make crazy music cool, but you cannot make crazy rhetoric cool. And it's just not being accepted. Let's hope you're right. And he's going down in flames. Let's hope you're right. But I don't know if you got this text, because this was making the rounds. It was a fake news article that said that Kanye was cha legally changing his name to Hitler. <laughs> and people were believing it. That like the, the websites now are fact checking. Like, did here is one. that real? Did, is did that Kanye real? actually change his name to Yitler? No, he but did not see, change his name his, to Yitler. That's his persona. It's crazy right. enough to do that something like that. People actually believed it. Right. Like that Kanye was changing his name to, to Yitler. So, um, and in, in other Kanye news, uh, this, uh, I don't know much about UFC, but apparently the UFC fighter, uh, Nathan Levy, uh, who represents Israel in UFC, had this to say. 
know you re- you represent Israel and everything like that. There's obviously been a lot of talk in the mainstream news with what Kanye West has been saying and Kyrie Irving has been saying. So as an athlete from Israel, what what do you make of everything that's happening in this country right now in the media? Yeah, you know, I think life is uh, too short to hate. So uh, to all these hateful people, you know, um, sucks for you. I pity you. Um, and other than that, you know, Kanye West, if you got a problem with me or my people, come see me, bro. Have you know has come see me, bro? It's nice because like when people think of Jews, they're not thinking of like uh, you know MMA fighters, right? <laughs> but so the truth nice. is, I really enjoy that sport. MMA, UFC, I enjoy it. You're For weird. me, I'm entertained when someone's punched in the face. <laughs> Okay. Does that not do it for you? No, I've never watched boxing it's the best in my type life. Of, it's, it's the best type <laughs> of entertainment. And that throw kicks in as well. So now you, this is the it's only mixed. sport It's not just one you know martial of. art. It's not one martial art. It is mixed martial arts. And many, many martial arts. They put karate in there, jujitsu. Really? Yeah. That's how it works? Taekwondo. So you could just do anything Muay you Thai. want? Muay Thai. There's so much that you can- <laughs> You really know this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Whenever I have the chance to watch a good fight or a headliner, I'll take it. So you can't name a single player in professional sports right now in America, but UFC, you know. UFC, I know. Right. I'm not a sports person, but when you're going to punch other someone else in the face and I get to watch, I'm down. You're there. <laughs> well, in uh, speaking of professional sports, uh, our other, you know, Kanye's uh, brother-in-arms, Kyrie Irving, he was dropped by Nike. I know. Again, not it's a good not, thing. It's not slowing down. Like, it's not getting less. It's just getting more. And then uh, we'll See, be- what's crazy is is that there's two trains coming in opposite directions, right? Who there's are the, on those trains? The anti-Semitism train, which yeah. is going at full speed. Yep. And then there's the cancel culture train, right? And they're just canceling people. Kanye's getting canceled. Kyrie's getting canceled. I'm just saying, at some point, these, two, point trains, <laughs> these two trains are going to smash into each other, and that's a big problem. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this. I mean, yeah. No, what I'm saying it, is it, like everything is hap- everything's happening simultaneously and it's and, it, it, and you don't know where to go. Like what do you do? The, the people are getting canceled and the anti-semitism is not backing away. I know. Right? Cause, Usually cause, when two the, the two trains are playing chicken, one's one, got to back off right. and and none of them are backing, backing down. <laughs> so so what happens when those two trains collide? It's a problem. It's not good. So, uh, and then on The View this last week, uh, Whoopi Goldberg had the following to say. Is today. Well, one thing I'm that sorry, Representative guys. Ilan Omar said that did bother me in 2021 was she tweeted something comparing the U.S., Israel, Hamas, and the Taliban as all mm-hmm. terrorist organizations. And she has maybe way more knowledge and experience in the very complicated Middle Eastern relations. But I did find that being on a foreign committee and comparing the country to a terrorist, a known terror, those are organized terrorist communities that, not Israel, but Hamas and the Taliban. It that depends on who you talk to. Right. Well, I mean, those are, that's how they're recognized as, as, as terrorist and, organizations. But it does depend on, on who you yeah, talk to. Well, they're recognized in this country. So you have one host saying uh, that they, she didn't like when Ilan Omar compared and equated like the United States, Israel and Hamas and the Taliban. And then she said, you know, because they're terrorist organizations, unlike Israel and the United States. And Whoopi goes, well, it depends who you ask. Right. I, uh, by the way, I resent the fact that her last name is Goldberg. <laughs> it's not her real name. I know. Yeah. And she chose it. Yep. Like, that's the, that's the worst part about it. 
I think she's just really ignorant. You know, I don't think she's a. I don't think she's an anti-Semite. She's just ignorant. Uh, but she got into hot, wor- hot water from that one. Uh, her real name is Karen Elaine Johnson. Why did she change her name to Whoopi Goldberg? We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big mystery. <laughs> <I was> gonna, <laughs> you know, my eyes can't read quick enough <laughs> for the recording. So yeah, there was that. So anti-Semitism is alive and well, and it just keeps growing. I'm sure you saw Netanyahu spoke about it. Uh, He said that he blamed social media. He said that, you know, it's one of the oldest hatreds in the world, but he said social media is causing this polarization and it's causing it to be much more, uh, you know, public. Well, the whole advent of the internet causes, you know, this clicky mindset where everybody who thinks alike in the world can go gather in one spot, one corner of the internet. Right. And And, and uh, it's like... All like minds could yeah, just meet together. Exactly. So, so that, but that's just been happening. It's, it's been, an echo chamber. This is 20 you end years. up in an echo chamber right. of all the people. Yeah. By the way, Reb David Zwiebel at the Agoda Convention called out the president for meeting with Kanye. Uh, anti-Semitism was very much part of the agenda. Well, of course. I mean, it's it's. In I Yana guess you, it's it's not something you really think about when you go to an Agoda Convention. It's about Chizuk. It's right. about Tyra, it's about it's about it's about chinuch. How to further. Right. It's about you know uh, the, the the curriculum and wh- how what direction is the Jewish community going in and education and all that stuff. You don't really think that they're going to bring up anti-Semitism, which I mean it does obviously does make sense to to have that on the agenda. Um, and then on the agenda was also the lack of representation on the moyetzes of Hasidish rabbanis. Right. So these things, I mean, I didn't go, maybe I should have, but important topics. For sure. And, um, you know, on all the Jewish websites, you know, in big, bold letters was this story about a Jewish father and son in Staten Island who were shot with a BB gun outside uh, a kosher supermarket. Did you see that one? I did see. I think they have the recordings. Yeah. The video footage, it's like a black Mustang yeah, just and it said opened fire. Could you call that opening fire when it's a BB gun? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Father was shot in the chest. Yeah, well, the that's got to be kid worse. Was shot in the ear. That's worse. No, he was grazed. I mean, have you ever been shot by a paintball gun? Yes, hurts, stings. It, that hurts, and a BB gun is way worse. Like it's less surface area. Less surface area, and it's probably going like concentrated. It's probably going faster. Faster, right? So it's it's, no, a, no, it's a it's real horrible. it's an assault. No, it is. It is hundred uh, percent. But like you, I think it's a relief. I think you're right. I think I was just relieved when I saw that it was a BB gun, and I was right. like, and oh, everybody's going to be fine. And everybody's right. going to be fine. Exactly. And um, the other crazy thing, again, with uh, involving kids, was this story about uh, a coyote. And I didn't even know that this was Jewish. I had seen this. Uh, I had seen this in the regular news, and it turns out it was a Jewish kid. This coyote, a father was getting out of the car and his daughter gets out of the car and a coyote goes and grabs his daughter. That to me is terrifying. Yeah, that's crazy. And I saw the video too and I had no idea that it was, you know, and it, that it happened in the Jewish community, but it's crazy. And the father does what any father would do and just you, you grabs his daughter away from the coyote. But what he didn't do was... Kick it in the face. <laughs> no, he might have. The video is unclear. <laughs> the video is unclear. He might have kicked it in the face. And that's why it ran. It ran off. Yeah. No, he threw a water bottle at it. Yes, he threw, he threw a water bottle that's at it. That's a good appetizer. <laughs> but the main course is when you... Kick it in the face. Kick it in the face. And Maven Yevon, once again. <laughs> Should we talk about the world? Things going on in the world? 
crazy stories coming around coming from around the world so there was a father who took his daughter uh, i don't know if it was to a beach or whatever stream and she was playing with a crab and the crab pinched her and the father decided to get back at this crab so he ate the crab fresh live ate the crab while it was alive <laughs> yes Wait, how, that is the revenge like stab the crab <laughs> i know he ate you know, the crab why would you eat it well how did we find out all of this because this chinese man got infested from parasites because of he ate this crab oh, he was ah that yeah. makes a lot more sense now yeah because it's to him it's a little bit more mainstream you understand this is getting this is starting to border on the racist no no not gonna lie no this is the not culture it is the culture that they they will eat live things i guess so they only found out um when you know the doctors were trying to figure out you know how this happened to him and uh, according to the article so wait, he got food poisoning parasites yeah bad. oh regular parasites yeah and that's, it, by the way that's no picnic very dangerous it went to his spine yeah like really bad because you know what it, it I feel like they get their fair share of, of, of gastric disturbances if you have such a wide variety of menu. Keep it clean. <laughs> keep, trying my keep my it. best. Nick, we're gonna be we're gonna be canceled. If you keep your if you keep a a, a diet that is so varied. <laughs> correct. <laughs> well let's not forget that, you know, coronavirus if if it didn't come from a lab, it came from the Wuhan wet market, which was basically people buying anything and everything. Any animal on earth right, right. to eat. Insects, yeah. rodents, everything. All of everything. it. Everything. All of it. All of it. So um so so the article recalls his wife uh speaking to her husband. Uh and yeah, you'll see right here. So the wife basically asked him, Why you eat rive crab? <laughs> Why you eat rive crab? And he said Need to take a revenge for chowring. He, you'll be happy to know he's recovering from the three separate parasites that he got from this live Just crab. from one live crab. And this should be a cautionary tale. If you like sushi, we've talked about this too, but if you like sushi, beware. Anytime you're eating uncooked anything, especially okay, but seafood. but sushi is different. First of all, sushi is Japanese. Let's get that. Ooh. Let's clear the air. Okay, yes. but, but Sushi is Japanese. That's A. Yes. Two is that they freeze this fish. You don't just catch a fish and then you skin it. You know that it. from me. Okay. No, I don't yes. think so. Yes, yes. Sushi grade fish, they freeze. F- they freeze, freeze it at a certain yes. right, at a certain temperature minus one hundred and forty or one hundred and fifty degrees, I believe. And that Something kills like everything. That. Yes, but and no. you don't hear stories of people eating. And how do you know that every restaurant you buy from is, is buying, doing it correctly yeah, and yeah. buying? Well, no. Generally, they'll buy it where it's already been done, but you don't know what they're actually buying. I will tell you, I've gotten food poisoning from sushi in the past. Really? Yes. I do my best now not to eat How fish. bad? It was very bad. Extremely painful. How about this? One time it was at a wedding. Not something you want to I happen at a wedding. I don't anything at weddings. Sorry. Truth? Uh, better not to eat at weddings. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. Spent it's the not a habit time. I, I was in the. I mean, I was in the bathroom the entire night. Oh, tell at, us at, more. At the wedding. Tell us more. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, bro. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. Be careful when you eat sushi. Uh, also in China, a massive flock of sheep has been walking in a circle for 12 days straight in China. Somebody told me this. Yeah, this I came out a I couple weeks ago. It. Yeah, I, I, I had this on, on my, uh, I had this listed here and I, I figured I'd bring it up because we've been talking about China and they've been walking for 12 days in a circle and here's a video of it and but it's they also it's say it's, it it's symbolizes bizarre. something, it means something, there's some deeper meaning to it. 
it means that the sheep are going to be leaner, <laughs> not going to be as fatty. I don't but know. But why are they mean? doing this? It's very, very in. Uh, it's very inconsistent with. So some have speculated behavior. that the sheep's behavior could be caused by a bacterial disease called listeriosis, also known as circling disease. <laughs> oh, so they're all losing their mind, basically. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I heard Kanye's been walking around in circles <laughs> since then. <laughs> Speaking of food poisoning, study out of the UK says. They they analyzed all different surfaces to see which are the worst. They found that the self-service checkout kiosks are covered in fecal matter. Wait, come on now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't even know what you're saying. What is a self-service kiosk? When you go to the store. And I was happy to see, by the way, I forgot where I was in Lakewood. I think it was Gourmet Glot. And they had a self-service checkout. I love self-service checkouts. I like to be in control. So I like CVS to is your jam, basically. Yeah, baby. <laughs> because that's all they have. Yeah. Is self-checkout. Yes, I love it. I love self-checkout. I can't stand it. Walmart, Something always goes wrong. Target, Something- self-checkout. Love it. Love it. Love the self-checkout. But the next time you use self-checkout, bring your Purell. Really? Fecal matter all over the place. Oh, that's disgusting. Yes. But wait, like on the keypad? Like where? Yeah, on the on the like don't touch the screen. the screen. Yeah, that's super gross. Yeah, I'm thinking of bringing like gloves or whatever. Or maybe don't do the self checkout. No, I must have the self checkout. You're not self checkout's the bomb. I want to digress for a minute. Can we digress? Everybody's talking about AI now. We've touched on it, so you know, like AI stands for artificial intelligence, and every technology company is furthering AI. We we spoke about Elon Musk and Tesla's AI. You know, he's calling for oversight. He wants yes. a committee yes. just to handle AI. That's how dangerous he thinks it is. Yeah, we spoke about this. And another thing, another thing is, you know, he came out and he said that the likelihood of his own assassination is significant. Really? That yes. I didn't see. Yes. Yeah, I finally got one on you. Wow. Pretty good. Huh? Well, Elon Musk, yes, he's he's worried him and, and many others in tech are worried about something called the singularity. We covered this in the cast before. In fact, we covered it in episode 28. Yes, but, but. The singularity is the point that the computers can think for themselves that they basically can outdo humans and they just, yeah, take over and replace us. <laughs> right, but I'm more concerned about him being worried about his own assassination. Yeah, but he also tweeted that he's not contemplating suicide. So that's also worrisome. <laughs> well, when you, well, you know, what we didn't discuss is how he blew the whistle on on everything that Twitter was hiding oh, before yes. his... Yes. Yeah, we, we should we, get into we, that. We haven't really gotten into politics. Let's get episode. into that one. Do we want to? I want to. Okay, how about we, we finish about AI and then we... Go. Okay? So, because I because this was sent to me by, by a listener, a uh, friend listener, and I didn't believe it, and so I had to test it myself. So there's this thing called OpenAI, and one of their uh, features is called a, they have a chat bot that they released to the public it's in beta so i decided i actually wanted to test this so um yeah you rosenberg who's a writer for tablet he had posted this on twitter and i couldn't believe it so i tested it myself and basically what he did was he decided to test the chat bot and this was the prompt so the way it works is you give it a prompt and it it answers you right so he wrote the following as really uh it's really pertinent with, with Hanukkah approaching. So this was his prompt. Rewrite the debate between Hillel and Shammai over whether to start with lighting one Hanukkah candle or eight as a rap battle in the style of Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton. That is awfully specific. <laughs> yeah. so, no, it's crazy. So I didn't see Hamilton, uh, you know, but 
I, I was just intrigued. So I actually gave it the prompt because he, he posted on Twitter the result and I was like, there's no way that this worked. I just did it live and I'm going to read to you what the chatbot responded. What, what's your prompt? The same exact thing. Okay. Rewrite the debate between Hillel and Shai. Exactly. So here it is. So it says, Hillel, yo, it's your boy Hillel in the place. I'm here to spit some rhymes and set the pace. When it comes to Hanukkah candles, let me tell you, I say start small, just one will do. Shammai, hold up Hillel, let me take the mic. You're wrong and I'm here to set things right. Eight candles, that's the way to go. Start big and let the flames grow. Hillel, but why waste all those candles at once? Start small and let the light advance. One candle, then two, then three. That's the way to celebrate Hanukkah, you see. Shammai, but Hillel, don't you understand? The miracle of Hanukkah is in our hands. Eight candles to show our might. That's the way to celebrate. It's not polite. Hello, fine, Shammai, you do what you must, but I'll stick to my one candle, no fuss. It's a matter of personal preference, I suppose, but for me, less is more. That's how it goes. I'm terrified. <laughs> that is the scariest rhyme I've ever nuts? heard. If, if it was made by a robot, yes. it's crazy. So it took, so think about all the things it had to do. It had to take the debate. All the information that it can Shammai. find yeah. on the internet about that subject. Right, and then... Turn it into on the spot. By the way, you saw how quickly it came up. I, I I pasted the prompt from Twitter, and it instantly came up with it. And my my rap sequence between them is different than Yair's. His is different. Wow! It, it came up with an, a brand new. So you know, people are using this. And full disclosure, you know, we've been using some AI here on the cast. We have. We have. This is the first I'm hearing about it, ladies. You and didn't gentlemen. know this? No. Should I give you an example? Yes. Some of our. Uh, the artwork episode I know. art, yes. Yeah, that Sometimes we use AI. The whipped cream episode. Yes. That one is good. clear AI. But there's other AI that we've been using for Tell example. Tell me which ones? Which a theme episode? song. Oh. That's a, AI? A theme song was generated by AI. What did yes. you what did you what was the prompt? <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Privileged. <laughs> Privileged of all. And our out, outro music is also AI. Really? Yeah. But it's the same every time. So you're just saying you're using the recording. Yeah, I'm using the recording, but gave it a bunch of prompts and, and that's how we generated our, our stuff. Okay. Yeah. So and people are using it now like to write novels, people are using it to write articles. You could do anything with it. I mean, think about it. This guy just wrote a, a, a scene from Hamilton and of Hillel and Shammai. It's insane. Yeah, but lots of people I know out of what jobs. it does that's all I'm to saying. the I, I wanna know what it does to the artistic landscape. It makes it where... Like, is it a good thing? No. What, what, artists no. that are real, what, what happens to them? Well, you know that the uh, 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 AI-generated artwork won, like, first place. I forgot which uh, art festival or whatever contest. It was an AI-produced piece of so artwork. So robots are already stealing competitions. Yes, yes. People's Not jobs, cool. People's Not jobs cool. are in danger, absolutely. Especially if you're a writer. Scary stuff. You think stuff. they'll ever, like... Will they ever take over this podcast? Like, <laughs> how do you know? I'm just saying, if you how go you through all is, 45... How do you know we're not AI? If you go through all 45 episodes and tell the computer, tell the robot to just make another one, what happens? So people do that, actually. What does that mean? So somebody... Because I could use a few weeks off. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's, it's interesting. We could, theoretically, we have transcripts of all our episodes. Yeah. We could feed that to an AI and then tell it to come up with content for us. I'm down. We should try. I should try it. You should. Wow. And especially if they can talk. Look, and then they we can, can go through up. the audio files and actually be me. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see a better version of me. And they have. Elon Musk was using, famously, recently was using an AI voice changer that lets you sound like other celebrities. So, like, if you if you can't, you know, do impressions, 
you use this AI, you're out of a job, bro. <laughs> Kick you right off. I thought I had job security. No, no security whatsoever. Absolutely none. Anyway, back to Elon Musk. I think it was fascinating that he released the Twitter files. The emails, yeah, the internal emails. He released them to a journalist, and uh, they basically confirmed that uh, during the election, high up, a couple of high-up executives in Twitter basically squashed the Hunter Biden story. Which is crazy. It's, it's suppression of information. I mean, they're a private company. They could do what they want. Technically. But they didn't tell anyone they were doing that. Well, and do they have to? No. Like, I just want to know. Let's talk about the bottom line. Is there going to be fallout from this? No. So, so it's really a non-story. No, but it does prove that. I mean, it proves that there are, what, bad actors? Shkoyach. No, and it also, it also confirms that there may very well have been a different election outcome. So what it does say is whether or not you believe the last election was stolen, we're not no. even going to get into that. But it certainly was influenced heavily by Twitter because there are studies that came out that said that if the Hunter Biden story had come out and had been popularized, it would have affected the outcome of the election. But they, but that's not a crime, is it? No, not a crime. And the counter argument to that is in the last election, the previous election, Trump versus Hillary, when Comey came out at the 11th hour talking about uh, uh, Hillary and, and the evidence that they found in Wiener's that, yeah. laptop, that also influenced the election. So you win some and you lose some Republicans and Democrats. Wow. Republicans won once, and the Democrats won once. Very interesting. But you know what? I promised we weren't going to go into politics this episode. I really did. So I don't want to be in politics. Let's like, can we have one episode where we don't touch on politics? Well, it's not going to be this one, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's jump to animal news. Go Our for favorite, it. My fa personal favorite segment. So police in Texas uh, said that they apprehended a reckless driver. Okay, the, the car crashed into a bunch of other cars, and they they apprehended parked the, parked cars, moving cars. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always ask the tough questions. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It turns out the driver of the car was a dog. The Kilgore Police Department confirmed the dog was behind the wheel at the time of the crash. Wait, where was the owner? Don't tell me he was in the passenger seat. <laughs> no. So the owner left his dog in the car, as owners are apt to do crack a window you don't want to hurt the dog and apparently there's you know there's something wrong with his pickup truck i believe it was a pickup truck and you know it, there was some jury rigged situation going on with the steering and the the shifter or whatever and the dog from jumping knocked around it again, into yeah drive. knocked it into drive or neutral probably whatever yeah and uh yeah so people saw this <laughs> this car like careening, careening out of control <laughs> <laughs> did the dog attempt to steer at the very least I don't know. We don't know. You're asking all the difficult questions. <laughs> Poor pup. He's a cute dog. Look at him. Poor pup did nothing wrong. Poor little guy. And there's wow. the yeah. So there's right. his pickup. He, yeah, he went on the truck. ride of his life. <laughs> and speaking of dogs, well, this is actually human. But um, so there was a woman uh, flying from Houston on a flight on Southwest, and uh, they had to make an emergency landing because she went to the emergency door and tried to open it. And uh, she tried, but she didn't succeed. She did not succeed. Thank goodness. Well, but why would they make an emergency landing then? Because she was out of control. Right. Okay. So the woman basically said that voices were telling her to open the plane door. And the flight attendant was trying to subdue her when a passenger heard someone saying, oh my gosh, she's trying to open the door. And they went and so they somebody sprung into action. Yes. They wrestled her to the ground. But not before she bit the passenger on the thigh and really? apparently held on like a pit bull. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. 
the man had to yeah, I mean he was taken to the hospital after they went down and, and maybe she probably took a chunk out of his leg I don't know but I mean you know the jaw can take has so much it's like it's like a thousand pounds of pressure yes, that, that yes, it can apply yes that's enough to take a yes, chunk out of a leg and not only that I mean think about the bacteria in your mouth if you draw blood your bacteria is going into that person's bloodstream it's really dangerous yeah this guy needs you know they, heavy heavy antibiotics. antibiotics and hepatitis shots at a local hospital but he did subdue her as we, which is more than I would do because if it was me and I was on that plane you run the other way no, I'd be saying shma and I'd be you know reading till him at the we're time we're going down yeah we're going down right <laughs> there's a reason why we don't fly together yes yeah. it's, and it's not to ensure the continuity of the kiddish club <laughs> and this episode is of course going long and with that we're going to take it out we have a lot more to get to but there is no time you know as we go on this coffee is getting better Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Gaia Coffee for sponsoring this episode. You know you can find us on Twitter. We are at Kiddish Clubcast. You know you can find us on Instagram at Kiddish Club Podcast. You can shoot us an email. We are Hawk, H-O-C-K, at KiddishClubPodcast.com. You can send us your thoughts, your comments, your suggestions. Do us a personal favor and head over to Spotify. Rate us five stars. Head over to Apple and shoot us five stars with a written review. We will do the same for you. Kiddish Club out. Okay. So, what do you, what would you pay for a Shabbos? What would you normally pay for a Shabbos? <laughs> ASMR. <clears throat> Ta-da! I'm very a lot of I'm loud. I'm in my ears. Because there's two mics on you. That is double the breathing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.